What's up, bros? I'm Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. We're a couple of bros on a mission to give you guys the most detailed movie reviews out there with as little bias as possible. Welcome to the All Bros. This week on the podcast, we have nothing for 4K Spotlight and Through the Wall, uh, so we'll be jumping straight into our headliner, which will be our breakdown of Cocaine Bear. So, Caleb, what do you say we get started? I say, let's do it. Hello, my name is Brucker Nurse, and I want to tell you about my fun horror movie podcast called Autopsy of a Horror Movie. On my show, I like to have fun dissecting out what makes a horror movie scary, what worked for it, what didn't, what types of fears does it play off of. Is it an allegory for any sort of message? I don't know, but let's find out. Also, I like to watch slashers. I'm a big slasher guy, so I'll watch a slasher and do a kill grade for it. I will cover the kills and I will tell you how I would grade it based on shock, method, style points, and a fourth category that is a reflection of the movie. Besides those, I'll have fun with special topic episodes, commentary tracks, interviews with guests, including some Shutter directors, so I just like to have a fun time over here. If any of this sounds interesting to you or you just want to come check me out, please head over to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere they listen to podcasts and search for Autopsy of a Horror Movie. Also be sure to find me on Instagram at Brucker Horror, where you get fun updates and some cool little posts that I do. Thanks for listening, and I hope that you get to enjoy the show, and I'll see you on Instagram. Bye. Alright, so like I said, we got nothing for 4K Spotlight or Through the Wall, so you'll be jumping straight into our headliner of the evening. Uh, Caleb, would you like to let everyone know how we break down movies on this podcast? I would love to. Uh, if you are new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually score to come to a final All Bros letter grade. The eight categories that we score are Story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then we give it our own personal score at the very end. All of these numbers get magically added up and spit through our algorithm and give us a letter grade to compare this movie to others of a similar grade, as well as a percentage, but the percentage doesn't really matter that much. It's just more fun for us. (laughs) Despite as big of a deal as we make about it, (laughs) because... We're stupid that way. Um, So, yeah. Um, But before we get into this breakdown, we did ask a question of the week, and we did get quite a few responses. So we are very excited for this. Um, So the question of the week that we posted was asking, what animal-drug combo would be a good opponent for Cocaine Bear? Uh, so we posted this on TikTok and Instagram, and we, like I said, we got a few responses. The first response that we'll talk about comes from DJ at the Untrained Eye at Untrained iPod on Instagram, and he had a few. <laughs> oh God! So I'll so I'll list. I'll just go one by one, and you tell me who you think would win in a fight between this animal and cocaine bear got it all right we got heroin eagle (laughs) (laughs) couldn't hold a straight face for longer than a second on that one that's amazing (laughs) uh 
I'd still give it to Cocaine Bear. Fair. Adderall Badger. <laughs> cocaine Bear, but I, I, God, I love these. Uh, marijuana Crocodile. <laughs> I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna give it to Marijuana Crocodile. Really? Yeah. I'm, my money's gonna be on Marijuana Crocodile. <laughs> my money would still be on Cocaine Bear, and that's only because I feel like marijuana would like mellow the crocodile out. Uh, fair, but he might be able to use that to his advantage. Fair. Uh, PCP squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Wins it all. Dude, that's no exactly what I thought, too. I'm like, dude, PCP squirrel would jack some <laughs> shit up. <laughs> oh Alright, we God. have we have meth gator. <laughs> this would be a pretty bitchin' fight. Yeah, that would be. DJ, you need to go to Universal and pitch these, because goddamn, <laughs> these are amazing. Dude, I wouldn't be surprised if they're already being made as we speak. True. For how successful this movie was, yeah. Yeah. Um. Alright, Meth Gator, uh, Fentanyl Peacock. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Peacocks are terrifying as they are. So, my money yeah, might be on a peacock? I, I'm still giving it to Cocaine Bear. I don't know if fentanyl would be enough for to give Peacock enough of a boost. Fair enough. Alright, and then the last one he said, Alcohol Dad. <laughs> alcohol Dad? <laughs> Definitely, yeah, no, he, 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 he fucking Cocaine Bear up. <laughs> Maybe in his mind as he's getting his neck ripped out. Hey, but it still counts. Yeah, but uh, then he threw in, we can make these movies into infinity. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Alright, DJ, you just won the internet for me tonight. Oh man. Alright, uh, moving on over to TikTok. Like I said, we got quite a few responses. More responses than... Uh, suggestions though wow that's a miracle yeah i know never thought i'd see the day um but still to anyone that did post a suggestion on there thank you very much we really appreciate you uh but we are focusing on the answers to the question of the week all right so first response we got was from mega mega michael 800 who says croco crocodile crocodile the drug named crocodile uh, I'm going to look that up. Uh, yeah, it's a desomorphine, or it's called desomorphine. Its street names are Crocodile, or, yeah, so Crocodile is, um, street name for desomorphine. It's a semi-synthetic opioid. Interesting. I like it. Crocodile, crocodile. I like it. Alright, that's a winner. Um, I like it. Yeah, it does. It does say it acts as a sedative, so that's I am going to be giving this to Cocaine Bear. Yeah, same here. Uh, let's see. The next response we got I is from <laughs> Dildo Tickler, who okay, <laughs> who said heroin alligator. Yeah, that that that'd be a really good uh, competition for Cocaine Bear. Yeah, I bet that's a freaking coin flip. Yeah, I would agree. 
Um, let's see. Next we got A underscore J underscore M18 who says cocaine Yogi Bear. Oh my god. Yes. Uh, again, I think that's a coin flip. What if it's Cocaine Bear versus Cocaine Yogi Bear on heroin boo-boo? <laughs> that depends. Does And this is a spoiler for the movie, for so skip by this. Does boo-boo have to take on the Cubs? Yes. I think I still got to give it to Cocaine Bear. Really? You don't think boo-boo can take him? I don't know. Co- or boo-boo seems a little soft. Damn. Hey, in that deleted ending, he freaking shot Yogi for money. Fair enough. You've seen that, right? Yeah, isn't it like a parody or? No, like it was actually like an alternate ending. Dude, dead what? Seri- yeah, that, like they, <laughs> no, like dead serious. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Next response we got is from the hidden one, who said a dragon on crack. Yes. I'm. Yeah, I'm giving it to the dragon. <laughs> I'm giving it to the dragon, too. Uh, let's see. Next one we got is from local pizza tower underscore player who said meth shark or same thing as a Florida ga- alligator. <laughs> meth shark. I like that. You know, what? I'd probably give it to meth shark. I'd give it to. I think meth shark would have the home field advantage unless they fall on <laughs> land. Then I think cocaine bears taking it. Oh, yeah. No question. Um, let's see. We got one from from Kitties, who said cocaine kitten. Uh, uh, that, I mean, cocaine bear, cocaine bear would still win. I feel, but like if we're talking like who we could uh, f up humans more, I feel it might be a cocaine kitty, because you know you're getting like the cuteness from it, and then all of a sudden just freaking lunges at you and just tears you to shreds. Fair enough. Um, let's see. Next one. Funko Fantastic said Cocaine Raptor. So we're in a Jurassic World situation oh, here. I'm giving that to Raptor. Cocaine I'm giving Raptor. it to Raptor too. <laughs> uh, we got one from Ann Bell who says Cocaine Shark. Same thing with her, uh, cra- what was it? Crack Shark? The uh, last one? Meth Shark. Meth shark, sorry, thank you. It, it's kind of the same thing, whereas, yeah, if we're in water, definitely shark, but if we're on land, cocaine. Yeah. Um, let's see, we got one from Horror Movie Edits, who said, I don't know if this was a typo. <laughs> I don't okay. know if he meant Coke Shark, but it's he. the misspelling was Coke Shrek. <laughs> so I'm gonna I say, really hope it's Coke Shrek. Yeah, I want to see that Shrek is Shrek is fucking cocaine bear up. Really? Yeah, uh, dude, I he's an ogre man. Def- okay, fair enough. <laughs> I was still thinking I'd give that to Cocaine Bear, but I mean, it might I, be a coin flip. It'd be it'd be a close fight for sure. All right, next up we got one from I Love South Park who said Man Bear Pig. Man Bear Pig. Okay. Yeah, and he didn't he didn't list a drug, so I'm just assuming like any drug, I think it'd be a pretty close competition. Yeah. Alright, and then let's see, we got one from Brody underscore one eight two who says steroid stallion. <sighs> I 
I'm going to give it a stallion. Dude, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I think a freaking roid rage stallion is freaking snapping cocaine bear's neck. True. That's so true. And I'm going to give it to this other one who comes from 583 or Darren Watkins 656 who said steroid kangaroo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely giving it. Absolutely giving it to kangaroo. That would be an epic fight. Yeah, it would. But Cocaine Bear is getting all types of jacked up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that is all the responses. So, thank you to everyone that answered our question of the week. We really appreciate it, and we loved these answers. Yes, those are some great. Yeah. Uh, so, without further ado, let's get into this breakdown. Um, like I said, uh, if you have not seen the movie, you probably want to going to want to watch it first. I think there's, I think some of the kills are spoilers, for sure. sure. I don't think the story overall is necessarily a spoiler, but I think some of the kills are. So yeah. if you don't want those spoiled for you, you might want to watch it first. It is available on Peacock, um, so definitely go check it out. And then come back and listen to this. Um, otherwise, if you listen beyond this point, Rose is about to spoil the entire freaking movie for you. Uh, so, without further ado, Rose, or reading with Rose, everyone. <laughs> All right. In 1985, drug smuggler Andrew C. Thornton II drops a shipment of cocaine from his plane. He attempts to parachute out with a drug-filled duffel bag, but knocks himself unconscious on the doorframe, causing him to fall to his death. His body lands in Knoxville, Tennessee, where he is identified by Bob, a local detective. He concludes that the cocaine is likely from St. Louis, drug kingpin Sid White, and the remainder is missing. Meanwhile, in the sh... Shahuchi Oconee National Forest. I really hope that does not come up again in this freaking plot. (laughs) Uh, An American black bear eats some of the cocaine, becoming highly aggressive and attacking two hikers, Elsa and Olaf, killing the former. In northeast Georgia, middle schooler Dee Dee lives with her mother, nurse Saris. Is it... Did they pronounce how to say it? S-A-R-I. Sorry? Yeah. Like, I'm I'm going to say Sari. Sari? Okay. So Dee Dee lives with her mother, Nurse Sari. Dee Dee skips school with her best friend, Henry, in order to paint a picture of the falls in the forest. On the trail to the falls, the pair finds a lost brick of cocaine and ingests some before they are attacked by the bear. So, Sari ventures into the forest to search for the children with park ranger Liz and Peter, a wildlife activist. The three find Henry clinging to a tree, hiding from the bear. The bear attacks, sending Peter stumbling through a pile of cocaine and slashing Liz in the process. Attracted to a cocaine-coated Peter, the bear kills him, ignoring Henry. Sari and Henry flee deeper into the forest, and Liz sends for help. In St. Louis... Sid sends his fixer David to recover the remaining cocaine. David travels to Georgia with Eddie, Sid's son, who has grown depressed following the death of his wife and has abandoned his son. They arrive in Georgia, as does Bob, 
At the forest station, David gets into a fight with the Dutch camp's gang, three delinquents who cause trouble in the forest. After David beats them, one of the members, Stash, agrees to take David and Eddie to recover some of the cocaine he's he stashed in a gazebo. Liz arrives back at the station, pursued by the bear. Liz accidentally kills Ponytail, one of the do, the do champs, before the bear slaughters Vest, the other one. Paramedics Beth and Tom arrive and collect Liz after a brief skirmish with the bear. They leave with Liz in a ambulance, but the bear pursues and jumps into the vehicle. In the ensuing chaos, Tom is killed by the bear while Liz falls out of the ambulance and is dragged to death on the road. Beth loses control of the ambulance and crashes into a tree, causing her to fly through the windshield to her death. Sari and Henry discover that Dee Dee left them a trail of paint which they used to track her. David and Eddie are taken to the gazebo but find Bob there with the stash but find Bob there with the stash duffel of cocaine. The bear appears, but Bob distracts it with the bag of coke. Bob is suddenly shot fatally by Sid, who reveals that she is under she is that he is under pressure by his superiors to retrieve the cocaine. Sari and Henry find a mourning Olaf who leads them to Dee Dee's hiding place, the bear's cave containing its two cubs, revealing that the bear is a mother. Olaf leaves and is killed by the bear. Sid, Eddie, and David find the cave, which leads out to a ledge behind the falls. The bear returns to the cave. Sari, Henry, and Dee Dee jump into the water below to safety, followed by Eddie and David, who have chosen to quit the drug business together, and they all survive. However, Sid refuses to leave the bag of cocaine found in the cave. He shoots and wounds the bear, but is unsuccessful in killing it, and is disemboweled by the bear and her cubs. Later, Stash, Stash hitchhikes to New York with a duffel bag of cocaine, while Eddie, accompanied by David and Bob's dog, reunites with his son. Dude, somehow I feel like they try to make that more interesting. <laughs> Dude, yeah, no kidding. Because, um, I'm not going to lie, um, I really could give two shits about the freaking um, human characters in this movie. I just cared about the bear killing them. Dude, the bear wasn't in this enough. He wa- She, sorry. She was not, which was freaking bullshit. Um, there weren't enough kills. Um, with <laughs> And I can't believe... Well, no, actually, I can't believe I'm saying that because you literally call it cocaine bear. I expect a bear hocked up on cocaine to literally just maul the ever-living shit out of a bunch of people. And I can probably, I can count on one hand of how many people died in this movie. Yep. Yeah, it's uh kind of ridiculous how little cocaine bear is in this movie. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, what the fuck? Um, like... On like I didn't care about the the I I didn't care that much about the mother her and her like you know dude uh, trying seriously to find I could the... give two shits about okay I will say this the the kid Henry was freaking hilarious oh yeah I freaking loved that kid yeah yeah that the freaking when they're like doing the <laughs> when they're like freaking eating it I'm just like you're supposed to you're supposed to snort it or smoke it but whatever. I mean, of course, you know, they don't know that the kids, but the fact when he's just like, oh, this is nothing like the shit I'm used to. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Like that. Yeah. I like how he was the best part. I love the part where he was like trying to see if he was going to get in trouble. 
<laughs> I mean, you got to give him like props for like not trying to make it sound that obvious, but like also like yeah. <laughs> Like for for a little kid explaining like how to get out of it with not without like straight up telling a uh, uh, an adult yeah you uh, me and your daughter did cocaine like oh, he did a pretty good job I feel <laughs> dude, he did a horrible job I'm just like dude you you oversold this like she's super onto you dude what I don't know what you're talking about uh, I do, I think the um. I don't, I don't know. Like again, I think you covered it. it. They had two stories going on, and neither of them were super compelling. I think the drug one with like David and uh, and Eddie. I think that was a little bit more interesting than uh, Ceres and like the mother and kid one. It was, and I think it's just I feel <laughs> because I actually really like O'Shea Jackson Jr. and um. What is it? Alden Enric? Isn't that his name? Yeah. Um, I actually, I liked them together. I thought they were actually pretty good together. I mean, uh, freaking Alden kind of was annoying at first because, God, he was so bitchy. Um, but I learned, I, as the movie went on, I, I learned to like him. Um, so those two, that, w- that, that was good. And especially the whole, um, freaking, once he beats the shit out of those three guys and he just won't, he can't get off the man. This was my favorite freaking jersey, and now it's got blood all over. <laughs> like that was good. Um, like th- there were moments that like I enjoyed. Like I I laughed. Um, like there was a freaking like um when the one kid opens the um the door t- t- of the um the uh, freaking ranger station. And he's just like, oh, fuck, that's a bear. And the freaking what's the ranger's name just literally shoots him point blank through the head. I'm like, oh, shit, dude, that was hilarious. (laughs) I did not see that. That was great. That was like my biggest like like jaw dropping moment. Um, Dude, I figured like I I will say this. I did think like, okay, he's going to get shot. But I didn't think he was going to get blasted through the freaking brain like that. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, <laughs> god damn. Dude, that was freaking hilarious. My, yeah. Like, my... I was my Like, I love that. My favorite bit in this, though, was when Sid showed up and he tell... Or he asked... Um, or Eddie, like, meets up with Eddie and he's just like, yo, where's Gabe? And he's like, He's at home watching TV, and it, like, because he's in like St. Louis. And then when they go and are meeting up with uh, with Detective Springs while he's on the the top of the the what's it called a gondola, gazebo, gazebo, yeah. When he's on top of the gazebo, and what's her face, Officer Reba, comes in, and she's like, I'm. Like, oh, wait, where's my dog? And he, she, he's like, oh, sorry, it's in the car. And Sid's like, you left her in the car? Like, you left a dog in the car? You left my son in St. Louis. <laughs> okay, with, with her, did could you see that coming a mile away? Her actually working for the bad guys? When, once she appeared? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Sorry, that's what I meant. 
I thought, yeah, once she appeared, like, yeah, I'm like, okay, she's totally working for the bad guy here. Yeah. Like, super ob- obvious. But I thought she was just, like, the plot device to drop off Bob's dog. I would have probably liked that better. Yeah, like, I, I don't think she needed to be in it too much. No, I think there was a lot like, of unnecessary Yeah, because, like, l- literally, like, after they let her, uh, you know, run away uh, when they're in the cave, like, nothing else happens with her. That's it. Yeah, so, she she's seriously there to bring the dog to Eddie. Yeah, that's literally her plot device. Not plot device, her whole, her whole, wow. Her whole plot her whole character plot dude and we will be getting into this with uh with i guess character development because this wasn't really a horror was it i don't know i mean you got a lot of killing yeah but But, does killing equal horror i mean what do they even classify this as (laughs) i'm looking at that too (laughs) uh a comedy thriller okay so yeah it's not a horror movie yeah, so we'll still be talking about character development here. Uh, okay, well that's yeah, that's not going to go well. So I mean, story wise, the hum- like you said, human characters, you could, I could give two shits about. Yeah, there there was n- no story that was interesting enough to me. The only thing I wanted to see was the cocaine bear Jackson people up. There wasn't enough of it. Yeah, there absolutely wasn't enough of it. It. <sighs> This was like a, a super below average story, dude. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm sorry, I'm at like 65. I'm not much higher than that. I, I, I think, honestly, maybe a 66 if I'm being real nice here. It's just Fair. there wasn't anything to like care about here. Like, you don't see... The only thing that I really... They just... They needed to pick a storyline. Dude, seriously though. Straight like, up. I personally would have gotten rid of of Sari and I would have yeah I would have gotten rid of her story completely. Yeah. I probably would have stuck Dee's and Henry, but just because I like Henry's character a lot, I either I would have like I actually I might have got rid of Dee Dee because Dee Dee was freaking worthless in this too. I would have like had this like f- had a focus on Henry. And maybe Henry meets up with with David and Eddie. Ooh, okay. And then, like, kind of dealing with that, kind of replacing uh, Stash. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Yeah. So I, I would have, I probably would have just rearranged everything, gotten rid of some unnecessary characters and whatnot. But they uh, did not give us a compelling story. Whatsoever. No, they did not. No, they did not. Like anytime it there was no cocaine bear, I was just I want some cocaine bear. <laughs> no, like seriously, like don't get me wrong. Like these, I know it's not a horror movie, but you know, like these kind of movies, we most people just come to you know get people get brutally murdered. That that's usually what they come to. That that's what a lot of people come to the you know like Friday Thirteenth, Halloween movies, shit like that. I don't know. For me, they still make the story very interesting, so I'm still invested in the other characters that are not Michael Myers. So I still have a good time when Michael Myers is not literally obliterating the people that are on screen. Um, yeah, with this, I could just give two fucks less. <laughs> the The story didn't need to be anything grand. 
or no. good or whatever. It it just had to be like an average story, and they overcomplicated it. I think that's yep. the main issue here. It's just overcomplication, and it just didn't work in anyone's favor. Yeah, I don't need to know where exactly the cocaine is coming from. I don't need to know that. Well, okay, like where it's I think like where it started you do. from. I think and you like, need that. Okay, that's true. Okay, maybe like from like I I didn't really need to know like how it's bouncing from people to people. That yes, okay. I will definitely agree with you there. Um, I think you you do need that sense of urgency from Sid on sure. like for David and Eddie to hunt that stuff down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I would have gotten rid of the. Uh, the sorry storyline. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. The other ones that I pr- probably would have kept, it's... I mean, like, ultimately, when you think about it, like, what what happens if you cut sorry Dee Dee and Henry from this movie? Absolutely nothing. The yeah, same story no. happens. Yep. Almost to a T, except Sid doesn't have someone to be like, who's that behind the rock? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like it, it's such a bullshit plot line that could have been cut completely. Yeah. I was much more interested. Like, if you wanted to focus more on Detective Springs, Davy or David and Eddie, and then bring Sid in later, like exactly like you did, with like a little side plot with Ranger Liz and Peter, have at it. But I think this other bullshit, like, hunt, like I kept forgetting that she was that Dee Dee was missing or like that, that whole plot was happening. I was just like, Oh sweet kills. And then it's like, Dee Dee. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot. That is a plot. Yeah. It's just, that could have been cut completely. And because it wasn't completely freaking ruined the movie. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Um, also I kind of, I do feel like the Cubs might've been a little unnecessary. That's fair. I mean, they were adorable. Like watching they them hocked up on co- uh, hocked up on cocaine. That was freaking hilarious. But yeah, they. I liked Henry's cause... little comment. They look like tiny little polar bears. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> um, and you know, it was cool watching them. Literally, after the mom slices, um, Sid he slices his stomach open. They are literally just chowing down on his at- intestines. So that that was cool, but yeah, if you if you took them out of it, wouldn't make any difference. Yeah, uh, I think they just needed they needed more killing in this. Is, Agreed. It's Agreed. basically what this comes down to. Again, like the story didn't need to be anything extravagant or good, but it it could have been a little bit better. Yeah. Agreed. Um, all right, moving on over to writing. I will say the writing is a lot better. It I is, th- yeah. I can definitely agree with that. I think a lot of the, the jokes and shit that they threw in here were freaking hilarious. Oh, yeah. Like um, you said, anything with Henry is freaking comedic. Henry was incredible as a character, dude. Like, the, that kid's delivery was awesome it was like i freaking loved everything that he did like i loved how he's like up in the tree and he's just like that bear's effed up (laughs) 
or uh, like how he was talking about like he's done drugs before and shit like that. Like that shit was so funny. Was it him that said like? Was it him that says no bears can climb trees, or was that someone else? I forget who says that, but someone says. Oh, I think it's him. Okay, the bears can't climb trees, and then so I, he's. I I don't know if it's like Peter that like goes along with it. Because he freaking, like, climbs the shit out of that other tree. Yeah, he does. Um, Which, I mean, I will get into his death here in a second when it comes to acting. But, yeah, I mean, writing-wise, I think a lot of the humor was on point. Like, I had yeah. very little problems with it. No, I agree. Like, I, was, I wasn't, like, freaking, like, laughing my ass off, but I got a good couple chuckles in in this one. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm I'm personally at the higher end of of 70s. Okay. Like I might be around a 77 cuz again, it's the writing wasn't anything Oscar worthy or or whatever, but it it yeah, was no. exactly where a movie like this should be, which is in the the 70s range, above average. Yeah. Actually, I might even be a little bit nicer. I might go 79. I'm going to be able to you at a 75, but I definitely agree with what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, that's totally fair. That is absolutely fair. Uh, moving on over to acting, we had a pretty star-studded cast for this one. Uh, we had Carrie Russell, who plays Sari. Alden Ehrenreich, who plays Eddie. I think it's Alden Enric. Enric? Okay. I think so. Yeah, Alden Enric, who plays Eddie. O'Shea Jackson Jr., who plays David. Ray Liotta, who plays Sid White. Isaiah Whitlock Jr., who plays Detective Bob Springs. Brooklyn Prince, who plays Dee Dee. Christian Convery, who plays Henry. Margot Martindale, who plays Ranger Liz. And Jesse Tyler Ferguson, who plays Peter. Uh, then I will also include Aaron Holiday, who played Stash, uh, one of the, the teens, just because I feel like he did have a decent-sized part. That's fair. I can definitely agree with that. Uh, yeah, so... Alright, let's do top three... Yeah, so top three actors, and maybe, like, the... F uh, a favorite and least favorite kill. Okay. Uh, so top three. Um, number three, I'd give to Alden Enric. Uh, really enjoyed his performance. Uh, like I said, he was kind of he was whiny at first, but it made sense for his character. But uh, I definitely enjoyed his performance as it went on. Uh, especially the whole when uh the bear collapses on him and he says that it's a girl and they're just like, how the hell do you know that? And he's like, because her vagina's in my ear. <laughs> that shit was great um number two uh, i would give to o'shea jackson jr really enjoyed his performance uh i thought he was hilarious in this one um yeah i just had a good time watching him whenever he was on screen uh but number one i gotta give to christian convery uh who played henry because got this kid knows comedic timing when, with what he was given for uh, lines, um, 
loved him every single time that he was on screen. Uh, the best part of this movie to me, besides the kills with uh, the bear. Um, so yeah, that that would be my top three. Uh, Dude, that kid hasn't been in a whole lot. Really? I hope he freaking gets more, because kid is really good. He He's really freaking good. Um, I don't know if you've watched it, but he's in a, a Netflix series called Sweet Tooth. I have not. Um, it's produced by Robert Downey. Oh. Um, pretty good show. Okay. Like, it's a weird show, but it, it's good. And he's actually one of the better parts of that show. Nice. Um, so you said least favorite kill and favorite kill? Yeah, least favorite and favorite kill. Okay. Um, I would say my least favorite was um god damn it what's the uh so it was one of the um it was one of the kids that uh he was at the ranger station if uh he was like the first one that we're introduced to with like the the hat that like he had it like pointed up um and i'm pretty sure that was stash that was no it was it was another one you think it was vest i think yeah it was vest um, I think his kill was probably my least favorite just because I feel the only thing that worse were shown before he gets mutilated by the bear is literally the bear like freaking like doesn't like break through the window and like his, the claw goes over his, his face. Yeah. And then that's like all that. you see. Yeah. Until later on you see he freaking got mutilated. His head cut off, got cut off and everything. So the fact that we don't see him getting killed. I would say that's my least favorite. The aftermath is freaking brutal as all hell, and I loved that. But considering we don't see it, I would give that to my least favorite. Favorite, though? Um, like, can I say it's, like, all three of, like, the when they're in the freaking ambulance? Because, like, all of them are just awful. Oh, my gosh, dude. I, I I'll take that. <laughs> okay <laughs> i would give it to yeah especially um freaking uh margo martindale her ranger Holy liz freaking just literally just murder being dragged across the pavement because he, oh my oh hell no mm. dude that was so hard to watch yeah that ugh. Ugh. that was ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> oh good choices though um. All right. My top three actors. I'm going to give O'Shea Jackson Jr. my number one spot. Um. I thought he did incredibly well in with everything that he did. And dude, I'll I'll say this. I've never felt like he's looked like his dad until this movie. He looks really so not even mu- in Straight Out of Compton. I haven't seen Straight Out of Compton. Oh, okay. Yet. I it is on my list of movies to watch. Um, I recommend it. Yeah. But out of all the other stuff I've seen, everyone's like, Oh yeah, that's Ice Cube's kid. I'm like, is it though? This <laughs> like absolutely confirmed. It. I love that. Is it though? <laughs> okay, not not trying to say anything like negative there for any of you that no, like I thought I was being an asshole. <laughs> no, this is just like he doesn't look quite like his dad. 
or as much like his dad, like as everyone else seems to believe, he looked very much like his dad in this movie. If you think that, like, yeah, watch Straight Out of Confidence. He's like the spitting image of his dad in that one. Okay, fair enough. Um, but I will say this: he freaking outacts his dad. <laughs> you know what? That's yeah, I could agree with that. <laughs> I he love is, Ice Cube, but he's not the greatest actor. He is such a good freaking actor, dude. He needs to get more work, dude. He sold everything. Like I, I loved like when he freaking lost his fingers. Um, when he's like calling the truce with the freaking detective on the gazebo. Um, that was great. Freaking all that shit, dude. That like, all of that was so freaking good. Like I had such a good time with his character. Um, my number two, I'm going to give to Christian Convery, who's played Henry. Uh, I thought the kid was hilarious, and he helped make this movie worth watching um and then my number three i'll also give to alden enrique um i thought he did a good job like you said same issues felt he was a little whiny um but he did get better and he actually had some like really funny shit to do like when the bear came and like just lay down on top of him like that shit was really funny Especially the fact that he freaking just puts uh, David's uh, fingers just in his jacket pocket. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I'll just hold on to these. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I freaking love that whole interaction. Just like, can I, like, get those for him? (laughs) Uh. And dude, freaking, like, Stash's reaction is like, like, how did that even happen? It's like, they're not even next to each other. freaking hilarious so i i loved love that shit um all right least favorite kill i'm gonna give to peter or uh jesse tyler ferguson's character that's fair and this is why it okay i think it could have led into one of my favorites but we don't really get to see what happened to him like not really like it's so for those of you who haven't seen it uh the cocaine bear is climbing up the tree trying to get to henry um but peter had just crawled through a mountain of cocaine and saw the bear and like leaped up this other tree and so when cocaine bear got up to the top where Henry was, he started, or she started sniffing around and smelled Peter that was covered in cocaine. So she jumps down, cl- starts climbing up Peter's tree, and starts attacking him. And so you kind of see see her take a bite out of his thigh, and then that's it. The rest of the time, it's you. All you see is like Henry climbing down the tree, sorry, and Henry like having like a little conversation before hauling ass and so that entire time you hear peter just sitting there screaming but it wasn't like it didn't feel real like it just kind of felt like he's sitting there going, ah, like whiny and just like dude you're getting your body torn apart yeah and then like at, like after henry and uh sorry run away you just see his body like collapse on the ground and then his leg 
And it was just it just it was lame. It's like freaking. I w- I wonder if Elizabeth Banks has a foot because that is Too when it comes many to foot mutil- kills. Yeah, when it comes to mutilated body parts, that's literally the one thing that you always see is the person's foot. Dude, absolutely. So Elizabeth Banks, you got some explaining to do. <laughs> I don't know what it is, dude. I do not know what it is. It's just, I didn't like it. Um, I think that that all that shit could have been done significantly better. Um, I'm trying to see has she done other directing work, or at least in terms of horror? I don't think so. The only other movie I can remember, the two movies I can remember that she's directed besides this are Pitch Perfect Two and the reboot of Charlie's Angels, and we both yeah. know how we felt about that. Trying like looking back just to see if she's done any other horror stuff. The only other thing that she's been in was Brightburn. I heard that movie sucked. It actually wasn't bad. Oh really? Oh yeah. Everyone said it sucked. I disagree. All right. I I found it to be really terrifying. That's Zac Efron's in that, right? Uh, wait, no, no, I'm thinking of a, I'm thinking of a way different movie. Brightburn. What was that one? Brightburn's Evil Superman. That's what. Okay, I'm sorry. I was thinking of um, Firestarter. Yeah. Okay, I haven't heard good things about Firestarter. <laughs> okay. Okay. But, yeah, I'm sorry. No, I've heard like I've heard mixed things about Brightburn, but for the most part, yeah, people actually did enjoy that one. Brightburn's a good one. If you get a chance to, to. I still need to watch it. Very good. I think it might be on HBO. Let me just check real quick. Oh, sweet. Okay. Oh, no, it's not. Damn it. I've I've been wanting to buy it on Blu-ray or 4K, but it, like, is never on a good sale price. Highly recommend. It, it kind of has that Man of Steel vibe to it, but horror. And it, dude, it's freaking terrifying. Okay. So check it out. Yeah. Anyway, get like get back on track. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think the fun thing about doing horror movies or thrillers or whatever this is, and like you've making this a comedy thriller, you can take the artistic liberties to get really creative with these kills. This was no more creative than any other bear attack scene that I've ever seen. Like, it's someone getting, like, ripped up by a bear, clawed at. Like, where was the creativity? I think the most creative that she got was with the freaking bear mauling the dude in the ambulance. Yeah. Like, that was hilarious, for one. That was honestly my favorite scene. Um... Yeah, which kind of like ties into my my favorite, which is exactly the same one as yours, um, Ranger Liz. That was so difficult to watch, dude. Yeah, so effed up. Like I saw what was happening. Like when she tipped over, I was like, "Oh, this this is gonna suck." And then they showed her scraping. I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> <laughs> like. Uh. Like I, I, I couldn't watch, dude. Like I yeah. turned away, just like oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Like it was brutal. And that's what I feel like this should have been. It should have been way more brutal than it was. Yeah, exactly. I will say this. The only thing that made me even feel like this was somewhat of a horror movie was when the paramedic opened that door and you see Cocaine Bear come out of the shadows. Yeah. That was terrifying. That was very terrifying. So, oh, my gosh. Um. Anyway, so... Where where are you sitting with acting? Just because I honestly enjoyed basically everyone except for, and it's nothing against her. Um, shit, what was her name? Uh, nothing against Carrie Russell, like great actress, but she didn't really get a lot to do in this movie. Um, her character is not well written. I don't think that's yeah. I don't think the like being in this is her fault. It's no what she was given to do, and it's just it yeah. wasn't a lot. I've seen her do much better stuff. Yeah, fine actress, just horrible written role, horribly written role. Yeah, and it um, just like it came off like really dry. Yeah, like even when she like when they ran into Dee Dee, like I, I couldn't. F- it was hard to feel that emotion from her. Like, hey, you no, just I, found I, your daughter who you thought was dead, alive. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd be um, losing my freaking mind. <laughs> no, yeah, same here. So, I think I'm going to be at a... I think I'll be at an 81. Yeah, I'm going to be a little bit lower. Like, I didn't quite crack the, the 80s. I think I'm going to be at around a 78. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I think everyone did, like, an adequate job. There were definitely some highlights, above, but I, I don't think a lot of these people got to do their best work. Agreed. Um, and like most of these actors, I really, really liked. And I got to say, I love Ray Liotta. This was not my favorite movie no. of his. And if this was his last movie, cause Dude, it's not, he has peace. another movie coming out this he year. He does. Okay, I really hope it's a good one, because, I mean, may he rest in peace, amazing actor, but yeah, this wasn't, like, because I forgot about his performance, Um, so I'm actually going to knock mine down to a... Dude, actually, he has three movies that wow. are coming out soon. Two of them are in post-production right now, and one of them's coming out in 20, or later this year. Hmm. Which is, oh, it's that movie with Charlie Day. The Fool's Paradise one. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, so it, he's going to be in that, and he has two other movies that are coming out. One's another thriller, and then another's a drama. Okay, cool. But yeah, I love Ray Liotta, but I again, I just don't think he was given his best work here. <laughs> no, he was not. Just really unfortunate. He's been in way better comedies, like Wild Hogs. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love Wild Hogs. <laughs> yeah, I love him in that movie. <laughs> All right, next up we got character development, which, I mean, there's not one person that we could really focus on. It's just any development whatsoever. I mean, at least, uh, I mean, David and shit, what's Alden's character's name? Eddie. Eddie, you know, at the end of, at the end of the movie, they they leave the drug. Well, actually, I'm sorry. Eddie was already out of the drug business, so I guess D- David decides to leave the drug business, 
at the end of the movie. So I guess with that, he's just, he's finally realizing that it's not a good business to be in. So I guess that's some character development. Not much. Like they didn't. You know what? I feel like it's a little unfair to rate this movie and get like in terms of character development, knowing that it's not going to be very good. So just do logic. I think we should do logic because this like was walking the horror line. It was. I agree. Um, yeah, if we're doing logic, then considering that you know, I mean, this is actually based on true events. Like, yeah, a lot was you know stretched to make a make a story because um, I want to say that it said that the bear. Sorry, I want to. I want actually want to read. The... I almost like if it wasn't so late when I watched Cocaine Bear, I probably would have watched the documentary afterward. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I didn't even know there was one. I should have. Yeah, it's called Cocaine Bear: A True Story. Oh, yeah, so it was yeah, like so right guess... after the after on um, Peacock. I missed that for some reason. See, so it says the cocaine bear was a 175 pound American black bear that fatally overdosed on cocaine in 1985. The cocaine had been dropped by drug smugglers in the wilderness in Tennessee. United States. The bear was found dead in northern Georgia and was stuffed and displayed at a mall in Kentucky. So, I didn't... Did the bear attack anyone? No, it's not. It's not known if anything actually happened with that. Well, that's Um, bullshit. (laughs) Because, uh, I think Elizabeth Banks touched on that. Uh. I know she gender-swapped the bear. Oh, she did? Yeah. Say so it says the film's plot differs from real life events in a number of ways. Notably, the real life cocaine bear is not known to have killed anyone after consuming drugs, and what transpired in the film leading up to its death from overdose is unknown. Okay, so it doesn't sound like anything happened then. <laughs> yeah, so it says in an interview with Variety's Adam B. Very Banks stated that this movie could be seen as that bear's revenge story. Okay. I think she's reading too much into her own bullshit. Yeah, she is. <laughs> like, don't get me um, wrong. Freaking love you, Elizabeth Banks, but really? <laughs> yeah, like, come on. Um, Just say but, it was a bullshit movie. We'll b- believe you. We'll still yeah, go seriously. see it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, like, you know, like, thinking about all that logic and everything, like, I, I feel that it does a decent job. I mean, like, it's hard to like I feel really like like you know bears kill people they're very brutal if like you know you, you piss off a bear add cocaine into that yeah definitely a bear is going to be more aggressive than it usually is and I feel for the most part when it comes to the deaths like it is definitely portrayed well um I don't any way that the bear kills someone in this movie, it doesn't feel out of uh, something that could actually happen in real life. Taking even taking away the cocaine, because um, bears are very giant creatures. They're very aggressive and they're scary as hell. Um, and so the way that people are killed in this movie, yeah, I I'm not. Uh, I could absolutely see. Yeah. So so logic's um, pr- pretty good. Yeah, I will say this. (laughs) 
I was hoping that they were going to um, play off of the whole uh, the bear situation or not the situation. So the whole saying with between brown bears and black bears, like, have you heard like, yeah, I, yeah, they say it in the movie. I'm like, I've never heard that before. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just looked it up real quick and, and it's on the national park service website, not freaking Wikipedia. If that was, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was just like, I read that and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then it's like sourced by Wikipedia. And I'm like, oh, well, it's probably <laughs> bullshit then. So this is on the National Park Service website. If you encounter a brown bear, you play dead. Okay. But if you encounter a black bear, you have to beat the ever living shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> End quote. Is that exactly what it says? I wish. No. <laughs> um, it says, if a if a black bear charges and attacks you, in all caps, fight back with everything you have. Do not play dead. Direct punches and kicks at the bear's face and use any weapon like rocks, branches, or bear spray to defend yourself. All right. So I this is something I wish they would have played up on. I would have liked someone to fight this bear. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Because <laughs> like honestly, yeah, when they display that on screen, they're just like source from Wikipedia. I'm like, okay, th- like it's got to come back into play. Like it's got to become like a funny joke, right? No, it doesn't. You missed a good opportunity. I feel they missed a damn good opportunity, and I think they needed someone else that was hyped up on cocaine. <laughs> Yeah. So I I feel like that a missed opportunity there. Logic wise though, I will agree with you. I mean it's nothing special. It's like they follow their rules pretty decent. Um I do think that they kind of uh at least with the interaction between Ranger Liz and Peter like right before Peter like climbed the tree and everything, I do feel like that like the whole bear situation was a little too ninja like for me. So I'm probably gonna dock for that. But I mean everything else, I'm they did a decent job. I'll 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 be about like an eighty seven. I'll match you on that. Alright, next up we got effects. What do you think about the CGI on the bear? It looked decent. Like Most some shots looked great. Yeah, yeah, some shots looked really good, but then some shots I'm like, Ugh, I could definitely tell that, that bear's not there. Very much so. Um, I think Peter's death it was very obviously CGI. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, the one that stands out to me is when he's when the bear's coming out of the shadows and at the ranger station. Like that was awesome yeah that looked really good honestly i i don't even know if it's like really uh i think it's just like for some reason it stood out to me because it looked like like the when the bear like first crawls out to where the kids see him see sees her sorry um for some reason with the way that the bear was like opening its mouth it looked like there was a there was like something in its mouth or like a hole or some shit like that i don't know why i noticed but that too you did okay 
So that scene had an effect on me, definitely, when it came to the uh, animation on the bear. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't like top notch, like blockbuster quality, but no. But for how little of a budget they had, uh, was it thirty million? I think. Which I guess that's not little. Yeah, it's thirty yeah. to thirty-five million. So I mean, that's not little, but for a whole, you know, for this kind of movie, that's still pretty good. I feel that for the most part, the bear did look pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, not a whole lot to complain about. I mean, but I mean, still wasn't like Tom Notcher. I think this is maybe in the low eighties for. Me. Yeah, I can agree with that. Like, I think I'm at like an eighty-two. I was thinking about an eighty-one. So. All right, next up we got music. The soundtrack for this wasn't half bad. Yeah, it like wasn't. Like the songs that they did play. Yeah. Um, I don't think it, again, it's just very average. Um, I don't think they dropped yes. a huge budget to get any decent music. But it, I'll say it's above average. You think like seven? Or would you say a six? I'm, I'm leaning more towards a six, but I could give it a seven. If you're wanting to I'm, give it that. I'm, I'm fine with giving it a six. Alright, let's give it a six then. Okay. Alright, next up we got costumes. Which, I mean, these weren't horrible? No, I mean... I mean, nothing really stood out, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, Carrie Russell's... Like, tracksuit-looking thing, or not even tracksuit, it's like a wet... Or a sweatsuit like when was this supposed to take place like the 80s the 80s yeah i feel like they could have done a little bit better matching the tone i agree yeah yeah 85 that's what i will say o'shea jackson jr's outfits um it felt more 90s yeah it did like especially with his like whole i don't know and his whole push on like the whole uh the his shoes and those type of Nikes, I think they were Nikes. Um yeah, that that straight up felt like er nineties, maybe early two thousands, because I'm sorry, no one was obsessed with those kind of shoes in the eighties, or at least in my opinion. It didn't seem like it. Yeah. I mean the all the outfits, other outfits, I mean they, they worked okay, I guess. And I mean nothing too special. But I mean, the thing is, like, honestly, if if um if no one told me or if I wouldn't have read that this was supposed to take place in the eighties, I would have thought that it was just supposed to take place in our time. Same here. Yeah, the the costumes didn't scream that. Oh yeah, this is a time. The um, this is a time period piece. It, it didn't scream that to me. Yeah, I mean, which I guess could be in the movie's benefit. That's fair. That yeah, that that, that that's a good point. Um. Personally, I think I'm at a six when it comes to all the like the costumes. Um, I will give a bonus point to the bear design because I think the bear looked incredible. Yeah. I think this the scarring on the bear that. really helped with it how menacing it was. Yes, I can definitely agree with that. Yeah, I can definitely give you seven. Okay, so with my personal score, um. Overall, like, I had a decent enough time, but I just, I thought it was just alright. The, um, the human storylines are just not that great. They're not compelling. I really could give 
most of the time two shits about the human characters. Um, the acting's good, it's just the writing for the characters isn't good. Um, but everything with the bear is great. Um, freaking, I, but I wish that it, foc- it had more killing when it comes to a bear hawked up on. Um, so, like, overall, had a decent time, but, like, honestly, I don't see myself watching this movie again. Like, honestly, I'm glad that it was on Peacock, so I didn't have to blind buy this on Blu-ray since it came out today. The, um, so, uh, I, f- uh, I'll be, uh, I'll go a solid 70. For a movie based around a coked-up bear, it was entertaining. It was entertaining. It had its entertainment value. Uh, it was interesting. Um, it's a really good shut your brain off movie. Um, the story was just complete garbage. I like. I wanted. I wanted more of the bear. I wanted more bear attacks. I wanted more of that stuff, and not the 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 stupid filler that they ended up giving us. Um, the cast was decent, um, as well as the effects. I mean, they were adequate and watchable. There was nothing about this that was completely unwatchable. My biggest issue with this is that the story was just not as compelling as it could have been, or just... I, I think ultimately the issue was, I think the story was too busy and because of how busy it was it wasn't compelling which for a for a movie like this you don't need it to be compelling but i think this is just kind of a uh a one and done movie i think i'm sitting at like a 68 dude that's exactly what i was thinking but i was trying to be nice Yeah, I mean it's it's a good one done, but uh, like this is seriously shut your brain off. Like I have I have a free evening movie. Yeah, dude, straight up. Yeah. So I mean, well, that concludes this uh, this breakdown. So going through the scores real quick, uh, starting off with story, not a very strong start. It is sitting at a sixty five point five. Uh, the writing had a decent bump, sitting at a 77. Uh, acting had a, a bump higher than that, sitting at a solid 79. Character development had, an, or in this case, logic. Uh, th- the movie followed a, its own logic fairly well. Had a bit of a ninja moment, but that ended up giving us an 87. The effects had a had a decent drop sitting at an 81.5 the music fairly like slightly above average uh so we ended up giving it a six the costumes we gave a seven and that is solely because the bear looked really cool (laughs) um probably would have been at a six otherwise and then our personal score averaged out to a 69 uh, so, with all of that added up, the final All Bros Letter Grade for Cocaine Bear has come out to a... C+. 
Is it bad that I kind of wanted to score lower? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's it's been a hot minute since we've done anything in the C range. That is true. It it has been a hot minute. Yeah, I mean, the last movie that got a C was Strange World. Damn. Okay. Yeah, everything really else has, has been, been in the B minute. range or A minus range. Uh, so yeah, it is sitting at a C plus. Um, let's find out where exactly that's. Ooh, definitely one of our lower C plus movies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So out of thirty-two C plus movies, it is sitting at thirty. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it is sitting at a 76.75%. Yeah, just barely made it. Yeah, just barely cracked it. Because I think our cutoff is 75, or 76 is our cutoff. So it it just cracked it. Uh, So put, so go in, or, so go in the five movies above, five movies below, and then a full percentage away. Uh, five movies above, it is. it ended up below Unhinged, which is a 76.87. Uh, the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, which was at a 76.91. It's below Disenchanted, which is at a 77.06. And then it is below The Boondock Saints, which is at a 77.12. Uh, that's only four. Uh, and then, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> and then yeah. it's also below The Strangers Pray at Night, which is at a 77.18. Yeah, I'm okay with that one. Yeah, and then tr- going a full percentage above, uh, we're looking at The Babysitter Killer Queen. Okay. So, I mean, I, I'd agree with that. Like, there's... Yeah, I would too. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with any of these. <laughs> Uh, going the opposite direction, uh, it is sitting above Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank, which is at a 76.68. It is above Stone Cold, which is at a 76.5. Uh, it's above My Spy, which is at a 75.87. It is above the 2022 Cheaper by the Dozen. Which is at a 75.56. Uh, it is also above the Adams family, which is at a 75.45. So, yeah, that is where it uh, ended up. Okay, not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Um, yeah, I mean, it was. I think the title lets you know everything you need to know about this movie. It's true. So, I mean, it's not a horrible movie, but it is watchable. Yeah. Like we said, probably not one we're going to go back and re-explore anytime soon. No, I really have no... If anything, if I want to see anything from this movie, it would be the kills, and I can just go to YouTube and just look up Cocaine Bear Kills. So. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Well, unless you got anything else you want to say. Nope. Okay, I would say that this concludes this episode. If you like what you heard and want to hear more, be sure to follow us and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are damn near everywhere. Uh, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, 
all of that fun stuff. Um, you can also listen to all of our episodes on YouTube if that's your preferred listening platform. Uh, you can follow us on social media where you can DM us with any ideas that you have. Um, uh, where you can also, uh, you know, give us movie recommendations or answer our questions of the week. Um, and those are facebook.com forward slash the Albros, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the Albros, or you can email us at the Albros channel at gmail.com. If you want to check out our website, you can find it at tinyurl.com forward slash the Albros, or if you want to check out our T Public store, buy some merch, you can find that at tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash the Albros channel. Uh, next week on the podcast, we'll be breaking down Air, uh, the Ben Affleck-directed movie, which I am very excited for. Uh, it's been a while since Ben Affleck directed a movie, so definitely excited to check this one out. Um, but until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. And we will catch you guys next week. So long. Deuces.